you have to learn to embrace failure, right? And accept suffering as part of your journey. You know, so many students are scared of the grade and they see this grade on their paper as the be all and end all. And number one, your grades don't define you. But whenever you get a setback or even more something positive, ask yourself these two questions, 12 words. Number one, which is what can I learn from this? And number two, how can I use this knowledge? You know, when some people fail, they might be like, you know, why did the teacher fail me? Why am I a victim? And they play this whole story in their head when really, if you just ask yourself, cool, what can I learn? And how can I use this moving forward? Then you see this whole roller coaster emotion. It's just a more consistent ride. And it just helps you get literally back on the horse and just achieving more. So yeah, embrace your failure. Ask yourself those 12 words, two questions. And I guarantee you things will improve faster for you when you have those setbacks or knocks. Are you searching for your ideal career, fed up of your daily grind, or simply want to hear some inspiring stories? Then you've come to the right place because it's time to do a job you love. It's time to get work savvy. Welcome to episode 34 of the Get Work Savvy podcast. I'm so glad that you're here for another episode. And if you are new, then hi, my name's Liam. I'm an e-product manager working for a national training provider in the UK. And it's my firm belief that you can find or create a way to get paid for whatever it is that you happen to be passionate about. Now, maybe you're here because you don't know what direction to go in, or even that you're in a career that you thought was going to be for you, but just isn't ticking those boxes for you. I know what it feels like. I've been in both situations. I know it's a hard place to be in, and I know how impossible it can seem to think that you're going to be able to make it. But over the weeks and months, we're bringing you tips, tricks and advice from those people who have been able to find or create a job that they're totally passionate about. So whether you're here for some motivation about what it is that you want to do, or if you're feeling a bit lost in where you are at the moment, don't worry, we've got your back. Now this week we talked to Sam and he's already explained how if you perhaps don't get the exam results you're looking for, or you happen to be in a position where you're not enjoying things at the moment or things aren't going right, that you need to embrace failure. I know it's something we've mentioned on the podcast before, but it really is important to look back on those perceived failures, to step away from it emotionally, kind of analyse what's happened and try and learn some lessons from those because everyone fails no matter who they are. But if you can learn from your mistakes and use that lesson to do something different next time, then you'll be in such a better position for it. As part of our conversation, Sam also goes on to explain how important it is to step out of your comfort zone Taking a chance is something that most people don't do. This is certainly easier said than done and a barrier for most people, yet it can prove to be hugely rewarding. Let's hear about Sam's experience and think about how you can relate to this and how you can use it to help you on your journey. So many people go through life and they moan, they feel like they're victim, they feel like they can't do something. But if you step out, you, you make it work. Like you have to make it work. You know, I was going to go and get a supply teaching job. Like I had to make this work. So I think having, having the guts and the courage to step out last year, it was a job that I loved. Like, don't get me wrong, I loved it. You know, teaching is not the best paid profession, but I had consistent income. And leaving all that behind, you know, that's, like I could say, a big success. Sam mentioned there how he actually loved teaching and loved the job that he stepped away from to take a chance to build something of his own. And I think that's important to mention here is that sometimes you might get in that comfort zone, but when you've got a bigger ambition, you're always going to have that itch to take that risk and take that chance to move on to bigger and greater things. 
Sam also shares with us how teaching wasn't necessarily his first career choice and due to unfortunate circumstances was something that he found himself doing later on. And having gone through the hardship of being told that he couldn't do something that he originally dreamed about doing himself, due to something that he had no influence on, he found himself giving teaching a go, but eventually realising it wasn't quite what he wanted to do. Yeah, growing up, if I'm honest, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I always knew, though, that I had to do something in the military to an extent, but I didn't know what it was in the military. I think as guys, we always look up to our dads. And for me, my dad's an amazing inspiration. You know, he was a, he was a soldier. He fought in the Falklands War, in the Royal Marines. And growing up, I thought to get the confidence and that I was lacking at the time, and to make my dad proud of me and to get my dad's love, I had to, I had to go into the military. That was my belief. So yeah, I went into officer training to an extent. Um, you know, didn't make it the whole way because uh, I failed the medical exam because uh, I got Crohn's disease. So that whole dream was cut short. But yeah, it was all about the military, serving my country. All this kind of stuff was kind of installed in me is what I wanted to do. But it didn't, it didn't turn out that way. I remember getting the letter through the post saying I failed the medical exam. You know, me being 21 years old, I thought it wouldn't be a problem. But I remember getting the letter and, um, you know, being so emotional. I remember getting a coffee cup, smashing it against the wall. Um, I got in my car, drove down to the shop, got a, a bottle of vodka and 20 Marble Reds and, uh, and just smoked and cried and drank. And I was in a bad place for about three days. Eventually came out of it. And this was a couple of weeks before I graduated university. So I literally I had nothing to do. I was like, what am I going to do? And I went and got a job at, uh, in a coffee shop. So I was a barista for a little bit and then I was traveling. And during this time, you know, I, I was, my mom was a primary school teacher. So I kind of thought, you know what, maybe teaching's in my blood, maybe not soldiering is. I went and went down the teacher route. So I trained to be a teacher the following year. And yeah, I really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. But I still was feeling like I was missing something. Like if, if an army officer knocks on my classroom door, and said, Sam, do you want to join the army? I would have like, yeah, you know, jumped to the opportunity. And I just was a really lost and broken young man. You know, it wasn't a hugely traumatic time, but I felt like I was annoyed at myself for having Crohn's. I was frustrated that I couldn't do what I wanted to do. Teaching was all right, but I got so down, anxious, and just miserable over the whole situation that um, it really started to affect my teaching. You know, I remember nearly like breaking down in front of classes, you know, crying, and I was really, really low, the lowest I'd been ever. Now, maybe that's something you can relate to, or maybe you felt similar in the fact that you've started a career or you were in a job that you thought was going to go well for you, but now you're feeling pretty lost with the decisions that you've made or even trapped in what it is that you're doing. I know that I spent 10 years in a supermarket and I thought that was the rest of my life. And I can certainly relate to what Sam was saying there. You know, it's not hugely traumatic, but actually, it psychologically, it does do a lot to you, doesn't it? And I think, you know, with World Mental Health Day just having gone round the corner, it's something to be considerate of and it's something that I manage really poorly. I might have said to people that I didn't want to do what it was I was doing, but I didn't really get out there and I didn't really take any risks, which is where me and Sam differed. But what I do have in common is I do remember having this conversation with a friend saying, Liam, what is it that you're going to be doing? And I love Sam's explanation of 
that conversation he had with somebody to help him realize that he needed to make that change for himself. And one day, my friend, uh, I don't know if the listeners have ever met someone that changed their life, but I remember the day so well. It was April 23rd, 2015. And I had my first coaching conversation. I didn't know it at the time. My friend said, Do you want to speak to this guy? He's a coach. And I'm a sportsman. So I was like, Why well, is this a coach for my rugby, my cricket, my football? And he's like, No, this guy's a coach for your mindset and how you feel inside. So, you know, there's like, you know, when you're at the bottom of the mountain, there's only one way up. And I was at the bottom of my mountain. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to give it a crack. I spoke to this guy on the phone and I just remember crying, but like happy tears because I felt this whole like weight lifted off my shoulders. And I learned three things from that call. And the first was, you know, you mentioned earlier, Liam, that everything happens for a reason, but you know, that failure was a blessing. I wasn't meant to be a soldier. You know, that was a path I wasn't meant to go down. So that was the first thing that that whole experience was there for a reason. The second thing I learned as a young man was you know, talking about what was going on was so important. You know, vocalizing what was happening to me really was just amazing experience. And lastly, a bit later on, I realized that this needs to be in schools for young people, this, this coaching model. And I remember going down the park, put my headphones in. I love drum and bass. And I had this great drum and bass someone that you know, makes me kind of feel emotive anyway. And I was, I was crying as I walked around the park. I kid you not, the whole park was, was technicolored. It was vibrant. I felt alive for the first time in a while. And I went back to school and became a much better teacher and just fell in love with like, you know, education and working with young people. So maybe you have had that conversation where it has literally changed the course of where you're going. Or perhaps you need to have it now. So, you know, what is it that you're doing and where is it taking you and what is it that you really want to do? If you haven't considered that, Perhaps press pause and, and have a little think about that because it's certainly something that helped me and, and I know Sam's just explained that's exactly what helped him too. I love Sam's description of how once you have that thought and that idea in your head, how it changes everything and how it can turn around the way that you're thinking and the drive and determination that you've got to make whatever it is that you want to make work. I know that if you're listening and you haven't had that kind of epiphany moment, then it is something hard to describe and hard to even accept as something that would happen. But trust me, it's happened to me. And as Sam explains there, basically your mind's blown open to a whole new set of ideas and gives you that determination to get done whatever it is that you need to get done. Sam actually explains how in his younger days, his dad gave him that kind of description as well and how he didn't really believe or understand it until it happened to him later on. Well, I remember being really young. And my dad actually saying, he's, he was, after he left the Marines, he was into business. And he said, you know, one day you're going to wake up with an idea that's going to change the world. And I always kind of like scoffed at that and was like, yeah, whatever. And, you know, when our minds are, when our minds are less noisy, so when we're at peace, maybe going for a walk, or for me, this night was just in bed after a glass of red wine. And I just got hit with this idea which is what if I could coach students and give them the skills and the tools you know, and the vision that I got at 24, but I could give, it them, give, them, give them that same vision at a younger age, right? And in life, we're always hit with ideas. And 
You know, I read a great book, uh, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, which talks about these ideas that are kind of in the air, you know, and we either, you know, you might have an idea for this podcast and you chose to run with it, Liam, and I've had an idea for a podcast, but I haven't run with it yet. And that's cool. But anyway, I decided to run with this idea of, of coaching students. So yeah, I got qualified um, in coaching, which was through academic life coaching. So student coaching, uh, which took me six months. And I was practicing on students as I went along. And I remember one day I've, I got a knock on my classroom door and there was a, a girl standing in front of me. She was 13 years old and she looked pretty nervous. And uh, she was nervous because uh, she'd just flown 14,000 miles from Melbourne, Australia, to this tiny town, Northamptonshire. And over the coming weeks, she got even more like low and down. It might have been the weather, but uh, I think it was more the fact, you know, she'd been taken away from her friends and her way of life. So I was on this coaching program and I offered to coach her. She said yes. And over the space of three weeks, you know, the first few sessions, she'd emailed all her teachers saying she was struggling. Like she'd opened up, she'd got a laptop. This is all her doing, right? I didn't do anything. Got her laptop to help her, you know, catch up on work. She started boxing to release frustration. Her mental health just like shot up. And that was one of the first moments where I realized, wow, this could be unbelievably helpful and useful and massive in education so firstly if you've not checked out that book the big magic then i'll put a link in the show notes it's incredible highly recommend you looking at that but equally you've learned here that sam found his idea and it was going to be coaching for students he then decided to take that jump and he went from the world of teaching into his business but it wasn't necessarily always plain sailing but once again luckily sam had that conversation that allowed him to refocus on what it is he was doing to turn his business around and make it the success that it is today. You know, I was struggling to get out of bed. I was just so depressed and down and sad. And uh, my dad pulled me to one side. He said, look, can we just look at your figures? Like, no judgments. And this is January 2019. And I uh, look at my figures. And he's like, do you want the good news or the bad news? So I say good news. And he's like, right, there's no good news. <laughs> The bad news is you're going to run out of money in February. So I basically was running away from the problem for a while. And when I had that realization, it felt a little bit like I had some direction again. You know, I get coached myself and my mentor slash coach is like, go and get a job. And my ego was like, no, <laughs> right. I did this for freedom and part of it for freedom, right. To, to work for myself. And I bit the bullet. I went to get a supply teaching job. You know, I didn't want to, I, I got the job, but I never actually took it forward, if that makes sense. So I went into a school and taught the First World War, which is my speciality as a history teacher. So I taught 10 hours free that week, just because I love it. And I remember it distinctly. It was the last lesson. And the head teacher came to my classroom, or the classroom I was working in, and pulled me to one side and said, you know, Sam, we'd really like to work with these year 11 students and coach them. So from a point of, you know, if you'd asked me in September if I was going to be back in school coaching students, I'd have said no way. But being back in school was great because I was coaching all the time and I had some certainty about income, which meant that I could then, you know, create stuff like the coach breakthrough because I had my bills paid and I had a roof over, you know, my head again. So, and I always had a roof, but, you know, paying those bills kept, kept that side of it going. What that tells me is obviously never quit. There's lots of times where I could have quit on this but you've got to keep your vision focused and you've got to keep moving forward and always say yes. Like, so when life throws you stuff, you just got to surrender to it and say, yes. Like I could have said, you know what? I don't want to teach the first world war. 
well, no, I, I don't really want to, you know, I want to keep a uh, coach like all day. But without that, I would have been supply teaching. The business would not have gone the way it, it went. So, yeah, I always say yes. You know, when life throws you stuff, you surrender and, and see where it goes. What an awesome example of how things aren't always just going to go the way that you imagine. And again, Sam was so lucky in having that conversation and those abilities to have those chats with people. And it's something I'd recommend you finding that person, whether it be a coach or whether just be somebody, you know, you can have the open, honest conversation with. Because at the end of the day, if Sam hadn't had that discussion with his dad, he might not have made the decisions that he made. And he took that chance to go back into a school that he didn't really want to do. But then it opened up the door for him to grow his business after he'd got that relationship built with that school so exactly what sam said there use every opportunity that appears and you never know where it will lead so let me let sam introduce himself properly because he hasn't as yet and also explain what exactly the student breakthrough does the company that he's built so you can get a bit more of an idea about how it might help you or anyone you know my name is sam moine and i'm founder of student breakthrough and our big vision is to revolutionize emotional support for young people to create change for future generations. So we have a website, obviously, it's uh, studentbreakthrough.com. So on there, you can see our program, a bit about what we do. If you're a parent, there's an awesome parents do this guide, uh, which is free. So you can go and download that and just yeah, have a read. It might, I'm sure it'll help you. Our Facebook and Instagram is at student breakthrough so check us out give us a follow on on instagram and facebook i'd really appreciate that where you get you know content you get obviously updates about what we're doing events and stuff like that and then linkedin is sam moine which is a dodgy french surname but it's a m-o-i-n-e-t sam moine so once again thanks to sam for appearing on the get work savvy podcast I love what it is that you're doing and I think that's going to provide some muchly needed value to those people who are a little bit lost, a little bit anxious and needing that support and guidance through those early years because I think, you know, we put the stresses on our kids so early on these days with the importance of exam results, etc, etc. If it is that you like what Sam does, then don't forget all the links that he mentioned will be in the show notes. So they're just a click away. If you like the podcast, then I'd love for you to leave a rating and review because it really does help the show. Equally, you can follow Get Work Savvy on social media, Facebook and Twitter by searching for Get Work Savvy. Until next time, I hope this has given you some real key ideas on having those open conversations with people and trying to find your idea that you can develop and you can run with to get a job or to create a way to get paid for your passion. Until next week, take care and I'll speak to you soon.